Welcome to Jurassic Pod, a podcast 65 million years in the making in the fourth most popular Jurassic Park podcast on the internet. Mike, we have a packed show today. And so so much to discuss, but oh. first off, how are you, my friend? I'm doing so good. Um, just, it, it's finally starting to get, it's becoming spring here in Michigan. Spring is springing, springing, yes. springing, yes. spring. Um, as, uh, um, as Sir Mix-a-Lot would say, uh, spring has a sprung over here. Um, it's, it's just doing well, Luke. How are you? Uh, I'm great. There's so much good stuff coming out in the Jurassic world, Jurassic fandom kingdom. And a lot, and a lot that we have to catch our listeners up on. That's been going on with us. I know. There's there's so much going on with us, the world of Jurassic, but we're here for it. I don't have the days in front of me, but we are very very close. Uh, a little over a month away from June 10th, Dominion. Uh, when this gets out, we'll be close to a month away from Dominion. It's kind of crazy to even think about that from where we started this this program this podcast but we're so close and i can feel the positivity i can feel the momentum i can feel the fans getting excited themselves and we're getting some insider looks yeah at dominion but before we get to that because there's a lot to cover uh, i want to talk about a clip that came from some of our fans discussing a very interesting question about dinosaurs would you rather mike fight one t-rex or 10 raptors here's what uh this is kind of coming into the conversation about this so here's what these fans said about whether they should fight one t-rex or 10 raptors would you rather have to fight one t-rex or 10 raptors are my nephews discussing whether they would fight one t-rex or ten raptors uh, very cute yeah but also a, a good debate a hot debate it's not yeah so you could also hear my brother-in-law and sister's voice in the background yeah but, uh, it's very exciting they for... have a lot of raising to do if they're willing to accept ten raptors as a challenge i mean yeah they have, they have well they have chickens Oh, so they have chickens, so they're kind of slowly stepping into the bird-like right. raptors. So yeah. I think raptors are more of an attainable thing for them. It's really exciting to see them get really plugged into dinosaurs in Jurassic. They recently drove to Florida for spring break, and my oldest nephew Clark is five years old. He watched the Jurassic World Lego like animations, oh. uh, and he was really excited about that. So the Jurassic dna is being spread across the generations and it's very wow. very exciting it's very exciting for see me see what you did there i know so speaking of listeners we've gotten a lot of feedback from our listeners so thank you so much for participating 
But I have some some hot news, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, I just want to let you know, my wife and I were recently guests, yes. listener guests on the Every Outfit podcast, which is a show about fashion, pop culture, and sex in the city. Obviously, Jurassic Pod, it came up. Uh, it, we're really growing a crossover fan base between Sex in the City and Jurassic Park. I didn't know if you you knew this. Yeah, I didn't realize that this was going to be a well that we could drill so deep. It's kind of cool because, uh, first off, you wouldn't necessarily think that when you think Sex in the City, Jurassic Park. But they're out there. They're, they're um, fans. And one of them reached out to us. Lydia Laws reached out. And she was asking some amazing questions about the growth size of dinosaurs. And we did this via email. Uh, I won't dig into the full email yeah. thread because it's maybe we'll post it online but i just want to shout out lydia thanks for reaching out and for building this amazing niche demographic of sex in the city and jurassic park fans it's a beautiful community that's growing day by day 100 percent. and uh lydia thank you so much for your question it was a joy to uh converse with you via email and i you know just just a uh um, an encouragement to our listeners. We'd love to hear your questions. And uh, just so, so please reach out to us. And, and Lydia, just great question. And obviously, we've had other listeners reach out to us as we've been making these podcasts. But yeah. Long story short, in the email, basically, Lydia was asking, How did the dinosaurs grow so much over a short period of time? Yeah. I tried to answer it, which is anytime people ask me about Jurassic stuff which actually has happened a lot more in the last year because of this podcast yeah. typically i do the cop-out answer of it's in the dna this was probably the frogs or something in the dna went wrong that's how they grew faster it's kind of like the force the ultimate force question in star wars you just say well the force yeah, did it the midichlorians the midichlorians, <laughs> the midichlorians definitely did it uh but uh you actually gave a really good answer that i think was Going really going back to the beginning of InGen, the yeah. backstory of InGen, and we've talked about this. How cool if we would know more about InGen and its development from like the '60s onward. I thought you did a good job answering, much better than I did. Yeah, maybe maybe in a future podcast we can dig into this a little bit more. But I had a lot of fun just kind of thinking about um, what did InGen look like before 1990. Yeah, and I think that's a cool thing to explore because you you bring up in your email. In order for them to create a theme park around this idea, they would have had to test it and make sure it worked. Like yeah. They weren't going to build the infrastructure, lease the land from the Costa Rican government, and do all this work unless they had a proven model. But you could argue that uh, Hammond probably uh, was a guy that probably... He was a businessman that probably sold his idea before actually implementing it. Yeah, more, more of someone who kind of makes it up on the fly, or at least promises and tries to deliver on that promise. I guess it depends on which Hammond. Ooh, book Hammond or, or movie, movie Hammond. Hammond yeah. Yes, that's a, a deeper conversation. But thanks, Lydia, for reaching out. You can actually connect with her. She's in the PR business at www.lydialawspr.com. That's L Y D I A Laws P R P R. dot com. Yep. So we had more listener feedback. Pedro reached out to us. He said he's a huge fan of the franchise. Um, but if the T-Rex in Jurassic Park claw mark didn't fight the Spino in the start, there could have been an epic battle uh, with the T-Rex and the Spino at the end. So he's he's kind of saying yeah. that 
why did they kill off the T-Rex right away? Isn't that something they would wait to build up for? Right. I think it's a great point. It's uh, It was a bold move. And we've talked about it and processed it. And I like it. Yeah. But it's teacher's own. Uh, they definitely want to make the Spino the the top dog. Um, they wanted to, they want the, the Spino to seem bigger and badder. Yeah. And how, how else could you do that then? to throw it in your face at the very beginning and have it make quick work of a Tyrannosaurus. You have to set the context for the danger of what the Spinosaurus is. Otherwise, it's just another dinosaur. I think that's why they did it. I'm not saying it's the right choice or the wrong choice. There's definitely another way to get it. And Pedro, it goes again, just your conversation and what you, you shared, that Jurassic Park 3 divides and it deserves a thorough conversation. It sure does. And last but not least, our good friend of the pod, Keegan Gibson, reached out. He asked about the Jurassic Park video games. So I started to do a little bit of research, and I was like, you know what? We need to do a full we, episode a on full it. full episode. Because a lot came up, and even more than I remember. Like I had like these crazy memories from being on the school bus that came out when I was researching the Jurassic Park video games. I think it's interesting, much like the other big franchises, there is a hodgepodge mosaic of the different types of video games the failed projects the styles all around jurassic so next episode is going to be all dedicated to the video games so keegan your wish is our command yes again you can share your thoughts and questions and comments by going to jurassicpod.com and clicking the share your voice button on the sexy laying down ian malcolm or just message us on social media at luke h ferris and Michael Gunnar, that's, or Miguel Gunnar. <laughs> always gets very tired. That's Miguel Gunnar. So you can message us and uh, let us know your thoughts about anything Jurassic or anything we've talked about on the show. All right, Mike, next is our favorite segment Camp Cretaceous check in. Yep. I have a positive update. Okay, but first, uh, news, because this is one of the many, many different parts of news that are, is going to be through the, the show. The final and fifth season of Camp Cretaceous is coming out on July 21st. That is after Dominion, Dominion comes out. Very interesting move. The big news from the trailer is the Barbasol can is discovered, and that will be canon. It is discovered by the teenage kids but mike uh what is your update for camp cretaceous i have watched more wow this is huge i was at a whole whole thing planned about this yep. bit and yep. that we need to restart it yep. and we need to adjust it and yeah this is exciting i know this is very exciting so uh previously um our you know i had only watched the first episode well get ready because i have watched a full eight minutes more oh god <laughs> So disappointing. So di- so you you watched just eight minutes of the second episode. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I can't how long do are it. the episodes? Twenty minutes? I don't know because I didn't make it through the second. Oh one. my gosh! Um, uh, again, we we're not hating on Camp Cretaceous. No, we're this not. This whole bit is not for that. No. I think you maybe are you a cartoon guy? Is that the problem? I, You're not a cartoon. I'm guy? not really a cartoon yeah. guy. That is honestly what it is, and I. Honestly, when it when it first came out, I was like, "Oh, this could be interesting." And then, I just it just never caught me. Um, yeah. So Keegan, I am trying, but hey, that's all you can do is try. <sighs> I want to try. I'm struggling because I'm watching my other favorite cartoon series, multiple cartoon series in the Star Wars canon, to get prepared for 
the new Obi-Wan Kenobi mm. series. So I'm trying to do both things. Maybe what I'll do is I have a couple flights coming up. I think what I'm going to do is just download like the first season. I would actually, what I'd really like someone to do, maybe Keegan or somebody can do it, is do um, Screen Junkies does this where they do a recap. Like you can, they do kind of like a 30 minute recap yeah. of a franchise to get you prepared for the next movie. Don't, if, don't outsource your, your, your prep to, to our fans. That's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to get the first season. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's interesting because it's probably not as difficult as watching the Clone Wars and Rebels because those, all those episodes, there's actually StarWars.com officially came out with a watching timeline. There had been different things online, but they, officially announced like here's how you watch them in chronological order mm. because the clone wars the movie and star wars rebels there's a lot of overlapping yes and it's that's it's what i need confusing. so i need to go through those now yeah because i haven't watched you them need yet. to go through well i if you're not going to go through camp cretaceous i don't think you're going to get through the clone wars but but wasn't george lucas's whole thing with with clone wars that like it wasn't going to be like just like a kid's show it was going to be like yeah like like batman the animated series yeah it's uh and it's probably if you'd want to start somebody out in the Star Wars world, I would start with the Clone Wars animated mm-hmm. series. It's that good. Anyways, uh, Keegan, we will we will work hard. We will do our best, and I'll try to binge it before the new movie. Maybe I'll just start with season one. But I feel like the last... Maybe I'll start with the last season. Well, no, because that's coming after. So maybe yeah. I'll start with season three and move backwards. Is that a bad idea? Yeah. Okay. It's a bad idea. All right. You did that because you're a Star Wars fan. I know. I know. (laughs) All right. Up next is Dominion News. Dominion News. First off, we have to talk about uh, one thing that we were discussing on the last episode and we've talked about is who is DeWanda Wise's character. Yes. Officially, thanks to the, the release of the Empire Magazine May issue, we know the character's name. It is not Kelly Curtis. It is Kayla Watts, not Kelly Curtis. Very disappointing. Mike, I predicted this. I wanted it, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah, I guess I'm not totally surprised. Um, I think there would have to be a lot of like development that they would have to help us understand. I'm like, why? like, why is she there? Yeah. Why is Ian Malcolm's daughter there again? I think it'd be too much story. It'd I think that they have so much story to catch up on. Uh, I don't. I don't think and they we, can do and it. We already know. I don't know if this is. I mean, this is in. This is in our news, so we might as well discuss it. They that we have reports of how long this movie is supposed to be. It's um, going to be long. It's going to be long, and we we talked about this in one of our recent episodes. It's going to be longer than my my. Well, it's going to be long. I would be interested if you know we should go back and listen and see what I had guessed because I I made an estimate and I think I was pretty darn close but two two hours and twenty six minutes is is what they're reporting um, and obviously when the premiere comes out or I'm sorry when they probably next month we'll have more information on the actual runtime but yeah it it's going to be interesting we're you know as these big budget bunch of blockbuster movies kind of are the reason theaters exist. Yeah. More and more, they're not going to compromise on, on runtime. We saw this with Doom. We saw this with Spider-Man Homecoming. We saw this with the Batman. The challenge 
that I face as a movie lover and a theater lover and as a man getting older is when do I pee? What do I consume before I go to the movie and how to balance those emotions and physical feelings? <laughs> because Dune, Dune was tough. Uh, the first time I did have to pee in the middle of it. Um, and the second time I prepared and uh, didn't have to. Um, but the Batman, I made it all the way through, which is challenging. Because, you know, I like to have, you know, maybe an adult beverage or a, or a soda pop before or during yeah, the movie. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I don't want to miss anything. But, yeah, but the I've pain of having to go to the bathroom, usually, well, so typically, historically, my my adrenaline has overcome that. But as I'm, I'm getting older and or if I consume alcoholic beverages at the theater, the pressure builds. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, can we I can... talk about this a little bit more? I know we've talked about uh, the coffees. Uh, I think we're, there's like our bowel movement is a theme that keeps coming up because the last episode we talked about coffee. Is that was that the last episode? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've not I've not had this. This is problem. a se- this is a season uh, two motif that continues to come. come I up. don't believe I will have an issue sitting two and a half hours between bathroom breaks. I think the biggest thing is that you have to keep me accountable before we go see the movie that I don't have a beer. Don't have two beers. Two. Two. Wow. Is, two is the number. Wow. I, I have to really balance it be out because I it's really... almost four hundred dollars <laughs> at the movie theater. <laughs> well, if we go to the somewhere else beforehand, oh, oh, was, okay. we'll we'll figure that out. So other news, uh, I have my, the issue of Fangoria. Um, if you don't know what Fangoria magazine, it is a horror movie niche magazine uh, that was resurrected a couple years ago. Um, it was started in the seventies. Um, if you love movies and how movies are made, especially in niche genres. I, su- I suggest subscribing. Uh, it's very throwback old school, but really fun. They have a whole section in here about the visual effects for Dominion. And that's a big t- thing that came up in the trailer is that it looks like they're going to be using more practical effects than they yeah. have in the in the, the new trilogy. Honestly, it's very encouraging. Which is really, really encouraging. Um, they also have some really cool spreads of some Jurassic Park merch in here from uh the 90s that is fascinating like the mcdonald's cup um so uh they actually have a special edition cover uh that you can get so i suggest picking that up i could not get the empire physical edition yet because i went to our local bookstore shout out readers world on 8th street and they did not have the may issue yet of empire but i'll be getting that and reading through that cover to cover because there's a lot of good stuff but we did see the photos released from that of the trinity of the new cast kind of a side by side uh, and just some beautiful visuals i think the one big thing that came up and i'll pull it up here mike so there is a shot that's been going around where our heroes are behind a flipped car and the t-rex is lurking behind pretty typical jurassic park image looks great super exciting uh, but if you zoom in ian malcolm is turning around the corner and everyone looks very dismayed that Ian Malcolm is standing up and either going towards the T-Rex or maybe he's coming backwards. But just kind of a funny little clip from that that we saw. But overall, the shots and everything are, are really gorgeous. And I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I think my excitement for Dominion, and this is you know great marketing work by the Universal team. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think that 
Uh, my excitement is building. Um, I remember when we had just finished Fallen Kingdom, the re- rewatch of Fallen Kingdom and done our podcast on that. Um, I was really down on Dominion. I may, I don't know if that came through on the podcast. Down on Dominion. But I just I wasn't I wasn't really excited about it. But I, I think it's going to be a really good movie. I think so, too. And I say that because the trailer was great. The images we're, we're getting is great. But if you have not seen the legacy feature that Universal put out on YouTube, I highly suggest it. I'm going to play a little clip from here because we see some more imagery, which kind of goes to what we talked about last episode. This movie is going to be fast and action-packed. It's going to be a romp the entire way. There's probably not going to be a moment to breathe at mm-hmm. all. We're going to have to rewatch it multiple times. But it kind of talks about the spirit of the movie. And I know this is propaganda. This is coming out from Universal. This is highly edited. But it definitely got me even more excited than just the trailer to hear the actors talk about coming back to the franchise, the Trinity, and the the newer cast in Colin Trevorrow. So I'm going to jump in about a minute in. It's about a two and a half minute uh, video. But I think this is really important to, to listen to this. Jurassic World Dominion is the culmination of the franchise. It concludes a story that Steven Spielberg started telling in 1993. When we were making Jurassic World, I knew it was going to be really special. I could never have imagined we'd be here working alongside Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern. It's pretty fantastic. It is so much fun. It is everything we could have ever hoped for and more. I thought it was a fantastic idea to bring these two worlds together. It's been a great privilege to be a custodian of something like this. Our legacy characters, our Jurassic World characters are back. Our storylines intersect. It's the convergence of the two franchises. You need to fix a terrible mistake. And most importantly, go on a true, honest to God, scary as hell adventure. This is what everything has been leading to. I could use your expertise. You coming or what? So you hear the voices of all of our lead actors talking about the convergence of these two franchises. Yeah. Now, this isn't new in cinema. We've seen this most recently with Star Wars. Yeah. Lots of controversy, uh, lots of challenges, uh, lots of debates. The one thing I was thinking about with Jurassic is instead of having Jurassic World be this movie, which they very well could have, they could have yeah. done what they're doing Dominion had that be what the reboot was. We've had time to kind of marinate and build even more excitement for this movie, and I think they've created an a, an I they've created a storyline. I hope that makes it more realistic instead of bringing back the Trinity to the island, which happened with two characters already right um and essentially laura dern's character um through the u.s through her husband through the u.s navy (laughs) they kind of already done that instead this is actually a situation where they have to be involved because the dinosaurs are now they're they're they're, on our turf exactly on our turf but it's cool to hear colin trevorrow share that excitement and obviously he's the director he's got to sell the movie and all the actors have to sell the movie but the tone feels feels good the energy feels good. Again, it's propaganda. Yep. But the energy feels really strong from this group of, of lead actors that are headlining this amazing film. Yeah. I think what's interesting about um, that feature rat is the 
the the insinuation that this is going to be the last movie, um, at least for some time. And I think what they're really doing is they're making the pivot to multimedia content. And you've already seen that with Jurassic, with Camp Cretaceous. And I wouldn't be surprised if a year from now we have some limited series or, you know, three years from now, a limited series. Because they, 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 I mean, they can't, this is Universal's biggest property. Yeah, they can't, they're not going to let it go, especially if this movie makes the money that I expect it to make. Right. If it's on track with Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom, which I, I'm assuming it's going to be Jurassic World. Yeah. Based on the movie, it's going to be over a billion dollars in revenue. They don't have a ton of competition. Top Gun Maverick does come out, I believe, the weekend before, but they're in a pretty good spot to make a decent chunk of money. I don't believe. Let me double check this. Um, Okay, Doctor Strange comes out in May, so that comes out before Top Gun. So I think it's going to do really well, and it makes sense that Universal is not going to give up. Jurassic's just because right the story ends but who knows in two years we could see a series on peacock that's set up in telling a mini story of dinosaurs in a small town somewhere and you have new characters and blah 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 or you do an owen thing i don't know if anybody's asking for you know there's there's so much they could do with that especially now that they open they've opened the world up and I don't know if we're going to close the the chapter of the world. Right. I don't know if they're going to wrap it up in a bow. Right. Yeah. Maybe they will. I don't know. And, and the whole idea, like Maisie's not, Maisie's not doing the press stuff. Like, we don't know what that's going to be either. Yeah, I want to see more of her. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm assuming there's going to be something there that's the big twist. There has to be because she's, in, she was in the trailer, but. There's right. not much conversation around her. They're definitely focusing on the nostalgia. Hopefully they're listening. Hopefully when they were making this movie, they were listening to our podcast yeah. and our reviews. Of yes, Maisie's I'm sure they were. I'm character. sure they were. And then making rewrites and reshoots based on that. Based on that. I expect that's what, what happened. Yeah, me um, too. We don't have evidence of it, but I... Not yet. I can assume. Where there's smoke, there's fire. That's yeah. all I'm, that's all yeah. I'm saying. We just need an early script. Yeah, uh, we could do what Daniel is doing and try to exactly. get the earliest possible script, uh, which stay tuned for if you're not listening to Stuck on Sorna, there's some new episodes coming out hopefully soon that has to do with the script that I might be involved in. Oh, this is news to Mike. This is hot off the press. I didn't realize that. So I'm not going to spoil it, but that there could be some 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 involvement, some crossover work. Wow. For a future Stuck on Sorna episode. Amazing. So stay tuned to that. Mike, what else do you want to share about? Oh, oh my gosh. Burying the lead. Uh, Barbara Saul has released special edition cans that you can purchase. I know. I, and I might need to purchase I one. I might need to purchase uh, one and then never use the uh, Never use it. Just have it on the shelf. And then let it sit outside and let it rust for a little bit. Actually, you know what we should do is I'm going to bury it in my garden. And then it's, it's and then like dig it up. Have like if I if I have like one of my nephews over when he gets a little old, older and knows the series, I'll have him come over. You're gonna and, forget it's there. Yeah, I know. But maybe someone will find it. What a great what a great long con if if I like move from this house or something like that, and someone's like digging through the dirt and they find a barbersaw kid buried 
in I would the like dirt. that. Now I wouldn't get to enjoy the pleasure of that, but I, I just think that would be beautiful. So that's another kind of fun thing that's been coming out. In but the in mar- your in the soul, you copy. would know that it's been found. Oh yeah, I, w- I would know. So that's that's pretty much it we have with Dominion News. A lot's going on. I'm sure there's going to be more that we're going to talk about as oh, we certainly. get Oh, I mean, closer. the video game episode, I think, is going to be a really entertaining episode. We're going to have a lot of fun, and that's up if next. If you have, it, I would love to know for our listeners, if you have video games that you played that you remember were awesome or the opposite were terrible, send them our way. Yes. Um, because yes. with the amount of content that this franchise generated and the way that video games were being made in the in the 90s and early 2000s, yeah. it's very possible that there are games out there that we wouldn't know of otherwise. There was a lot that I didn't know of. Now, I'm not a video game guy myself, but sure. it's interesting because video games used to be part of the marketing yeah. tactics for a movie release. Like even a halfway crappy blockbuster would have a video game attached to it as part of the promotional release so yes if you have any memories experiences with the jurassic video games we want to know we want to hear because there's gonna be a lot of conversation about it but there's a lot more games based on my research than i ever thought possible yeah mike final thoughts as we uh, wrap up our kind of update in dominion and fan questions and comments and yeah they better not screw up Maisie's character and barbasol Brought to you by Barbasol. <laughs> no, I'm just really excited. I think I've mentioned that already, and uh, look very much looking forward to um, our video game episode, and then also the eventual release of Dominion. Thank you, listeners. Again, please reach out, subscribe, message us, email us. Yeah. You can find my email. You've said it in podcasts. Yeah, I've said it in, in like the first couple. I said my email, so you'd have to go back and listen Luke to at gmail.com. Our list, yeah. That's your reward for making it this far. Mike and we'll uh, talk to you soon for the video games. You don't have to get used to talk to Malcolm. So you two, um... Dig up, dig up dinosaurs?